0: Reineke Construction is a family owned business right here in the DH School District focused on providing residential construction services with the highest levels of customer satisfaction. They do everything possible to exceed your expectations like they have over the last 20 years. Reineke Construction does jobs from installing a garage door, building barns, to your dream house. They have even built a golf course clubhouse. Services include new construction. Remodels or general repairs for homes, constructions on a variety of frames and pole buildings, and construction of clubhouses and other commercial buildings. Rhiney Key Construction serves Blackhawk, Butler, Grundy, and surrounding Iowa counties, and most of their business comes from word of mouth, which is the best kind of advertising. Look around their website at rhineykeyconstruction.com to see a collection of projects they have built or renovated with passion. If you have comments or questions, please f- feel free to contact them at 319. 319- Two three nine six two five six or r e i n c o n s t at gmail.com. Renny Key Construction. Measure twice, cut once.
1: Hey, hey, Wolverine Nation. Uh, thank you for joining us tonight for episode seven. We have a limited amount of time that we can uh, talk today. So, because of that, we're only going to have two guests on and we're going to kind of limit some of the banter back and forth. So before we get too crazy, I want to tell you that we have Luke Osterhaus tonight joining us talking about DNH Archery and we have Jane Eilderts also joining us to talk about an academic decathlon that she's been a part of. So as we get ready to go here, just keep in mind, this is going to be a shorter podcast and we'll be back with a regular length podcast next week. Thank you. All right, everybody. We have a special guest here with us tonight, Luke Osterhaus, the fifth uh, through twelfth grade DNH archery coach. Luke, how are you doing tonight? Very good. Thanks for having me. No problem. Uh, thanks for stopping in tonight. It's kind of no school. DNH basketball. A lot of things going on today. Man, yeah, it's
0: a good Wednesday.
1: It is a good Wednesday. <laughs> uh, well, Luke, the reason we have you on today, we want to learn a little bit more about the DNH Archery Program. We don't have a, a whole lot of information about it out there, and we thought this would be a good opportunity to put a little bit more out there for you. So uh, what can you tell us about the history of dayton Hartford Archery? So we
2: uh, started the program last year. This will be our second year that we've been uh, doing archery here in, in the community. <clears throat> um, it, like you said earlier, it does uh, cover grades 5 through 12. Um, and it, uh, consists of, well, last year, I think we had about 40 kids out and this year we had 53. Yeah.
1: A lot of kids wearing that archery gear. That's pretty impressive. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're trying to, (laughs) trying to do some marketing. There you go.
2: Um, but no, we've had significant growth in the program. The school has been fantastic at supporting us and getting us up and running. Uh, we just wrapped up our first home tournament, which was a good learning experience for all of us. Uh, and we're, we're looking forward to the next year already. So that's awesome.
0: And you said it was grades five through 12, is that correct?
2: Yeah, so the program itself is a joint venture between uh, the schools and the uh, Iowa Department of Natural Resources, as well as some uh, some companies. Uh, so typically, uh, we work with them, and uh, there are several communities in our area that also have archery teams. Um, and... Really what the the goal of the program is, is really it goes hand in hand with like our trap shooting program is to get the kids out, introduce them to some shooting sports. Also, you know, uh, get some kids interested in in sports that may not be interested in some of the more traditional sport.
0: And do you know, kind of putting you on the spot, but when you said uh, communities, you got some names of, you know, some other schools here?
2: So, yeah, we uh, we travel most weekends. I shouldn't say we travel. We, we have archery competitions most weekends uh, from November through February. And then we wrap the season up in early March, which we've got coming up this weekend with our state tournament. Um, some of the other communities in our area that we, we tend to spend a lot of time with, <laughs> uh, Grundy Center's got a team. Appleton Parkersburg has a team. And they'll, uh, fortunately for us, be hosting the regional state tournament for us. Um, so the state itself was planning on doing a virtual tournament this year. However, our friends in AP were kind enough to host. So oh, that's be several, cool. Several that is local, nice. Yeah, it's, it's way nice.
1: Alleviates a lot of well, a lot of driving, a lot of other things you don't have to normally think yeah, about.
2: Yeah, and if we were to shoot virtually, it would just be shooting in our own gym. And so this gives the kids right. an opportunity to you know reach out to some some neighbors and and make some friends in the in the uh, communities and get to know some other people that they'll probably be seeing on. The sports fields okay. and arenas in the future absolutely
0: now in this the sport of archery here what is the are, are there certain requirements again I, I don't know much about or even yep. bow. i don't know bows and arrows and that's about it <laughs> but what are the certain <laughs> there's certain probably guidelines or something that you have to shoot with a particular bow or
2: yep so we shoot matthews genesis brand bow um, and that's consistent among all the schools that are that yep. are in this program as well as the arrows that we shoot it's it's a real interesting combination though because the bows that we shoot are compound bows but they've got uh no let off so it's an infinite draw so it it's very adaptable to oh, from 4th all the way true. to 12th the poundage is uh a- easily able to be increased you can dr- uh, increase or decrease the draw length based on the user um but no it's it's very standardized uh, equipment
0: What's what's the is there the does the distance change between age groups or is everybody shooting from the same distance?
2: Yeah. So we shoot uh, at ten meters and at fifteen meters. So the way the tournaments are set up is there's three hundred points possible, and it's it's a rings system, yep. right? So the center ring is obviously ten. Uh, each archer gets thirty scored arrows
1: okay.
2: in, in a round. Um, they get fifteen arrows at ten meters and fifteen arrows at thirty meters. Okay, so 300- three. All that. Yep, 300 would be a perfect score. Um, and then we keep track of their scores throughout the year, and then we use those scores to see if we can uh, surpass the minimum state sure. thresholds to get to the state tournament.
0: What's a good score or above-average score? <laughs> I mean, well, that, that, I, mean that, I I know each each yep, archer that, is individual, I mean, between them, but, like, to go to state or, you know, is, where's the threshold there to...
2: So, right now... Um, in, in elementary, so that would be the 4th and 5th graders, uh, I believe that their threshold is, I want to say, 480. Um, yeah. And what that is is that's the combined sum of two tournaments, their best two tournaments. So okay. they, they would have a total of 600 available, and then they would have to get at least 480 to meet that threshold. And once you get to the middle school range, the 6th through 8th graders, then you're talking 510, and the high schoolers is 530 out of 600. So, Wow. It's, oh, I
1: thought, it's pretty yeah. competitive right i didn't i definitely didn't think it would be that high <laughs> I, I didn't think so either
0: and <laughs> i'm not even quite sure what i'm just trying to think in my head what i would get <laughs> Yeah, I'm.
2: so it's 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 been a real uh, exciting venture so far. So you know, you get the you get the kids in um, on night one or practice that haven't haven't seen or touched a bow before. <laughs> I you was, know. <laughs> every, Go <ahead>. Everybody's wearing <laughs>
0: football helmets just in yeah, case, or exactly. If we, if we can get through the night uninjured, it's a win. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so. Um, it, uh, I have to fight. from that, from that first night, you know, we've got arrows set up behind, or I'm sorry, uh, nets set up behind our targets and, and they'll catch the errant arrows. sure and, and there's a lot of, a lot of arrows and nets that first night, but it's, it's, it's just absolutely amazing to watch these kids from day one into the end of the season and see how much they each advance. You know, one of the greatest things that I enjoy about the sport and, and coaching it is you, you get the kids that walk in and they're they're shy, they're timid, they don't know if they right. really want to be there or not, and uh, you know you get a good chance to interact with all these little people that are fantastic. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to watch them grow throughout the year, and you can just see them open up and blossom and gain self-confidence and, and make friends. And it's just an all-around good experience.
1: I have noticed well, that, too, among my, my sixth graders even. Uh, we have a, a wide range of you know, kids that are very athletic and some kids that are a little bit more reserved. Yep. And, they're all, and they're having conversations about their, their shooting. I mean, they're just doing all kinds of cool stuff together. and it, So it's a nice way to see them interact.
2: Yeah, it's it's awesome. You go to the you go to the tournaments and it's not like a, a what you would expect at a normal tournament. There's not a there's not a whole bunch of shouting and screaming right. and cheering and stuff, you know, people are there helping each other out. It's not uncommon to see an archer from, you know, the team you're competing against helping the archer on your team because at the end of the day we all want each other to be better. Right. And, and it's less about the individual or, or winning and more about, you know, growth
1: and, and uh making relationships so sure very good very good um so i was going to ask you too a- along with that do we have a lot of families that come into the program that really don't have any idea i mean like i i've never really picked up a bow i'm a shotgun hunter okay i don't know that much about
0: it wow that's a shocker <laughs>
1: yeah i like to trick deer um but do you have a lot of families that come in without any background experience of shooting or is this Yep, absolutely.
2: Every, every single year. And, you know, last night we had practice, too, and we invited the uh, Girl Scouts, the local Girl Scout troop, to to yeah. come and shoot with us. And so, you know, a lot of those kids had never touched a bow before. Um, and it's a little bit of training to get them up and running and get comfortable. But Going to have to sign a release form here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Make absolutely. sure you're good to go. <laughs> absolutely. But uh, it, uh, it catches on real quick. The kids enjoy it. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Good. good. So
0: somebody that wants to get into archery you know anybody that hasn't done it yet what would you say to them or
2: well i think one of the biggest things that uh is really good about the archery program is that it 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 can be for anybody right we'll go to we'll go to tournaments and and you'll see folks uh that aren't traditional athletes that have some struggles that are excel at archery right. and then the other great thing is that uh you know it can be as much of a team or an individual sport as you want it to be there isn't going to be you know, people in your face and stuff like that. Uh, It just, it it gives each individual archer the opportunity to, to really make the experience that they want out of it.
0: And I know the season's winding down. When would be the next possible chance? Or do they just get in touch with you, get in touch with the school to show that they're interested? You know, how do they go about making that next step of letting somebody know or showing up or whenever that happens.
2: Yep. So we'll, we'll typically put a notice out, um, in maybe late September, October. Okay. Um, and then our, our season will normally kick off in the early part of November, usually okay. right after the rut. So <laughs> that gives us bow hunters an opportunity to get mm-hmm. out. And, then, uh, and I do know what rut means. But,
0: oh, okay. I, I get teased here a lot. I'm not much of a, the hunter, but I, I, I I've rode a few times.
2: All right, maybe. It it's you know the other interesting thing is that people typically think that these shooting sports and, and this type of thing are are mostly a boy type activity, but it's really it's really amazing cuz we've got j- just as many girls out for Good. archery as we do boys. And you know, I'll probably catch some flack for this, but sometimes they're they're quite a bit better
0: shots. Huh? So. <laughs> oh,
1: pay more attention to the yep. detail, yep. <laughs> All right, well, I think it's time for the random question of the day. You I think ready? so,
0: too, yeah. You want to give it or you want me to give it? You you do it. All right, I can do that. All right, Luke, your random question of the day is, would you rather have the chance to design a new toy or to direct a movie?
2: Well, that's a tough one. One or the other. <laughs> so at work, I get to... Uh, to manage or, uh, supervise people all day. So directing a movie isn't, isn't, isn't <laughs> going to be up my alley. I, I think I'd like a break from that. Designing a toy would be a good time. Cause then I could just spend all day playing around.
0: would be anything specific that you any type of toy. I guess you maybe being a transformer an, uh, guy. No,
2: a little bit of He-Man growing up.
0: Oh, but, uh, oh yeah.
2: No, as a, as an adult, it would probably be a uh, outdoor yard game and and uh good opportunity for the kids and family to hang out and get together outside. Perfect. Right. That's good. That's good. Travis, what At, about no, you?
0: I got This was a tough one. I, I can see advantages to both and I'm kind of going with Luke. I don't know if I would really want to direct. Um, I kind of think you know some of those A-list kind of people they don't want to they don't want to be bossed around. So and I think it would be kind of cool to see a smile on a child's face or a kid's face to, you know, walk into a store or something and see yep. my toy that I made. And they're all fighting over it, you know, trying to, like, you know, that Tickle Me Elmo back in the day. or
1: You're giving yourself a lot of credit here. <laughs> well, <laughs> fighting over your, the
0: toy you're designing. Well, I'm designing the best toy there is. Oh, so. I get it. Okay. That's where I'd go. I'd go with the toy. How about you, Ted?
1: Oh, man. I thought about this, and I know one thing for sure. I am terrible uh, at building stuff. I I would never want anyone to have to to do anything that involves using something that I've built. So I would go with probably directing a movie. I mean, at least I wouldn't be hurting anyone that way.
2: So what type of movie would it be?
1: No. Oh, comedy or comedy or action?
0: Comedy or action?
1: Comedy or action. I, yeah, you can't beat those two right there. You know, a good rom-com. Oh yeah,
0: I like it. That's good.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Luke, we just want to thank you for coming on tonight. We learned a lot about the program. I honestly yep, didn't have. I, any I didn't cool know a whole lot about, about, about it things. myself. So, so we really appreciate that, and hopefully, we see the DNH Archery program continue to grow. Very good. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, thanks. For thanks, me. thanks, Luke. All right, everybody. We've got Jane Alderts with us tonight, a senior here at Dyke New Hartford, and Jane has got a, quite a few different things going on. She Ooh, is she's a, a little busy. Yeah, she's definitely basketball manager. Uh, uh, senior year is all, always busy, and then on top of it, you're uh, part of the academic decathlon participant. You're a participant in the academic decathlon. Yep. Yeah, it's been a while since I've participated in one of those.
0: Did Did you really or not? I guess that's uh, something that we'll never know. That that means no. We'll see.
1: Anyways, back to our interview here. Jane, how are you doing
0: tonight?
3: I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm
1: doing very well, thank I'm you. I'm doing
0: well. No school today and uh no school on Friday and early out tomorrow. I mean
3: I The week is basically over.
0: (laughs) The week is basically over.
1: And it's nice. It's really nice. Yeah, I enjoy it.
0: uh, Sun's out, nice and warm.
1: You got to be on the floor tonight, or this morning, I guess, watching a nice New hartford win in the well. So it's been a busy day for you already. Uh, Um, So, Jane, why don't we go ahead and get started here? Uh, How does the academic decathlon process even work?
3: So academic decathlon consists of 10 events, obviously, decathlon, and so... You take seven objective tests, so seven multiple choice tests, and then you have an essay you write, an interview you do, and you give two speeches also. And
1: yeah, I remember those two when I took it.
0: Now I, I did a little research on the the internet about the academic decathlon, and there is a certain like an overlying umbrella or a topic. What was that topic for this year? I, I,
3: this year's theme was the Cold War. So Cold War, that's right. Everything about the Cold War,
0: and then it was also broken down into like science, social studies, yeah. arts. I mean, there was all kinds of different. Yeah. There's seven different subtitles sub, or yeah. sub topics or whatever. Yeah, within the Cold War itself. Yeah,
1: and that would be a topic that I would be interested in. I mean, at least it's not something totally out there. It's a mm-hmm. ac- interesting topic that you guys get to um, cover.
0: How much preparation does it take for something like the academic decathlon? Is this, well, let's back up. Have you done this before?
3: I have done this every year since my sophomore year. You've done
0: it every year since you're, so you, you, being a senior, you've been through it a couple times. Yeah. How much preparation goes into something like this?
3: Quite a bit of studying. We, basically, you're on your own for studying. You get your study guides at the beginning of the season, and you just dive in. You try and learn as much as you can. And since it is a multiple-choice test, there is some guessing involved. There's right. some luck in there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and when when you say season, is there a time you guys started to when it's over?
3: So right now is actually state week. So yep. I've act ACTEC this Friday and Saturday. And the season usually starts, actually, our theme for next year has been revealed in March. So you start in March. You get your study oh, wow. guides in, like, May. So you have from May all the way to like December ish following... is when okay. regionals are.
0: And then where does regionals happen? Are those localized, I'm assuming?
3: Yeah, are there's four different regionals in Iowa and Grundy Center, the team that Deknarford goes with, usually hosts a regional. So Okay. We host our regional and we were able we were the top qualifying team I, this year, I believe, from our region.
0: Perfect. That's awesome.
1: Very inconvenient, convenient too as well.
0: How many participants are on each team?
3: So each team consists of nine people. Um, Three from each GPA division. So there's honors GPA division, then scholastic, and then, I believe, varsity. Okay. So then you're based off your GPA. So each team you need uh, some kids that have mostly A's, some kids that have mostly B's, and some kids that have a few C's. So then you have a variety of kids on each active team.
0: Wow.
1: Well, I like that, too, because that kind of keeps everybody in the the ballgame, I mean, you could be really interested in a topic and, and perform really well, something like that.
0: Yeah, it gives everybody a chance. I like that. Are there any other individuals from DNH?
3: There's two other individuals this year, actually. Um, Clarissa Lentfer, another senior. She's a varsity decathlete that's also qualified for state with me. And then Asia Klingborg joined this year, and cool. she competed with us.
0: That that has me. that been the most? How many? Because the third year you've done it, right?
3: Third year. It's um, been me and Clarissa basically all the way through with me. And then um, ASEA joined this year. Okay. So we need to start recruiting for next year. <laughs>
0: right, yeah, whatever. yeah.
1: Yeah, you need to get out there. We'll pull your weight on that, all right? Yep.
0: <laughs> How's the experience been these three years? It's I mean, been
3: great. It's fun to go over and meet the Grundy Center kids and learn with them. They're It's an interesting group of kids because they're, obviously they're nerds since they're doing ACTA.
0: Though <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're. Selling yourself short a little bit, but
3: <laughs> they're they're just interesting people and they know a lot. So you'll have kids that are really good at science for Actex, and then they'll tell you all about the science guide or like literature. So then we all like use our collective knowledge to study. And so
0: you do it as a, as a team. Yeah, it's not just you trying to. Okay, I'm starting to I'm starting to put things together. If I thought for some reason it was you and you had to know all them different subjects.
3: Each person does take their own test, but to study, like I'll oh, sure. dive into the. You
0: might have especially
3: the literature. And I'm really I like to read that, and gotcha. so then I'll explain stuff to Clarissa, and she'll explain science okay. to me. That makes sense.
1: Yeah, that and really, what I thought when you explained this at first, you know, you're in like a cubicle taking a test and there. <laughs> <Right. laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think that's good to clear up for some people that might be interested in uh, f- participating in the future. Mm-hmm.
0: Right, you said. You'd like to have more people involved. What would you say to those people that are out there listening? Somebody that maybe they've either never heard of Academic Decathlon or somebody that's thought about it but not quite sure. What would you tell them? You know, why go ahead and do this?
3: Academic Decathlon allows you to just dive into a topic and learn about it. You get to challenge yourself and learn things that you may have never come across before. Right. And you obviously get to spend time with people that you also may have never met. You get to meet lots of new people.
0: That's cool. And you said that they've already come out with the topic?
3: The topic for next year is water. So everything about water. Really? Yeah.
1: That's pretty narrow. Yeah. Fish live in water. <laughs>
3: There's a start. Switch it up. I think um, my freshman year was Africa, and then we had a 1960s topic, and health and wellness was my, the junior year topic. So
1: okay. Wow, they really do. It's they vary. not just uh yeah. When you said Cold War, I'm thinking, okay, this is fairly a specific right. job Yeah. Then water it's, comes out of yeah. <laughs> all right. That's
0: pretty broad there. Yeah. <laughs> now you find yourself uh, rather busy. Uh this morning you were down at the Wells Fargo with the girls' basketball team. Uh being a manager, your manager of of the team. How do you like that?
3: I love it. I've been doing it since my freshman year. It's fun to hang out with the team and help out in a way that's not basketball because I'm not that athletically gifted in that way, but I can still be around and help them and have a front row seat, so that's nice.
0: That's very cool. I saw her in action today. You looked good out there. So what are the chances on Friday?
3: I think good. You always have to have confidence.
0: <laughs> there you go. I like that.
1: you got to have the positive mindset. You
0: might find yourself in the coaching coaching realm here pretty soon. I don't no. Know about
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they're out there right now. So when someone's yeah. mad, when one of the coaches is mad, who yells the loudest?
3: Mm, it depends on the situation, I guess. Bruce can yell. Can he? Mm-hmm. I mean Coach Tall, excuse me. Coach oh. tall.
1: Okay. All right.
0: He can get up there a little bit.
1: I think so. That's but good. He... We don't see that side of him, so that's good. To well, know. and
0: I, I will have to agree with Jane because I was probably oh, 20, 25 rows up, and I heard a, a distinct voice coming from the sideline that said, do not let number four or number 20 get the ball. I, I,
1: I heard that watching the game. <laughs> oh, you heard it watching, huh? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Yep. So. All right. Now, I, it's got to be time for the random question.
0: I think it's time for the random question of the day. You want to ask it or you want me to? Uh,
1: why don't you go ahead and ask it?
0: All right. So, Jane. The random question of the day is, would you rather have a magic carpet that flies or your own personal robot?
3: I'd have to go with the magic carpet that flies.
0: Magic carpet that flies. What's the reason?
3: I can just get anywhere as fast as possible because I can fly over everything. Plus, Aladdin's a great movie. <laughs> so. oh,
1: I, okay. All right.
0: I see where you're going with that.
1: I'm going to make you go on this one because I've got my reasoning here.
0: Go ahead. Well, do you, how about you go then?
1: Oh, no. I can't give this away.
0: Oh, you think I'm going to take it? Yes. I honestly not quite sure. I, I think I'd like a personal robot, and I'm going back to the Jetsons with the maid. Like, she she rocked it. Like, I wouldn't have to do any of the work. The robot would just take care of all that, and then I could do everything, you know, all the leisure activities, everything else I want to do instead of... Doing all the chores, so I'm going with personal robot, and just hope it doesn't like. The only thing I'm scared of is going to turn on me. That's AI. the only thing I'm kind of worried about is a little AI. Yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah, it has to have some type of remote with an automatic off button or something that I can just shut it down. Okay, that's what I'm going with.
1: I'm kind of excited for this one. So I've been thinking about this for a while, and I'm going with the robot because if I get a robot like Iron Man. Okay, like that costume, that's gotta be counted as a robot. Right? Anywho, if I get that, he can it can fly me wherever I want to go. And it can obviously save the world. I if I get a robot like R2 D2, which is a Star Wars thing that I I've never seen a Star Wars, but I I thought R2 D2 I thought he's kind of a loser from
0: what I've seen. Wow. Uh, is he? No, he's not a loser. He's really good.
1: Okay, well anyways, I would prefer more of an Iron Man robot. Is the carpet? No, not for me.
0: <laughs> try, okay. All right, whatever. He he's, he's got to try out his <laughs> new his
1: new mixer tonight. So there's all kinds of things that's Oh boy. All right, Jane. Thank you for stopping in and putting up with us tonight at mm-hmm. DNH Loose Change and best of luck the rest of the senior year.
0: Thank you. Yep, yep, give them heck, Jane. <laughs>